Welcome to our podcast, uh, Wrestling Reconstruction, where we're basically going to be exploring the legacy of the Reconstruction era and how it relates to the fight for racial equality today and how it relates to how we view race and equality today. I am your host, Keon, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Rex and Kenny. And today, like I said, we're just going to be Wrestling Reconstruction. The Reconstruction era was a pivotal time in American history as it aimed to establish equal rights and opportunities for black Americans after the Civil War. However, as we all know, it was not completely successful in achieving its goals. Today, we still see disparities in areas such as income, education, and criminal justice when it comes to black folks and other marginalized groups. And that's why it's important to understand the legacy of the Reconstruction era so we can better understand the ongoing fight for equality. And as we explore this topic, we will be discussing the ways in which civil rights movement built upon the work of the Reconstruction era, the impact of key legislation and court cases on society, and the ongoing need for activism and policy change to address issues of race and equality. So join us as we basically dive deeper into this topic and gain a new perspective on how the past shapes our present and our future. The Reconstruction era affected the way we view race in so many ways. And personally, I think a good example would be the addition of the 14th Amendment. It was a huge step towards ending slavery and addressing a lot of systemic issues in America. The amendment helped to lay the foundation for a lot of modern laws and policies and the concept of affirmative action, which the practice or policy of favoring individuals belonging to groups regarded as disadvantaged or subject to discrimination. Brown v. Board of Education would also be a good example for this because the Supreme Court used the 14th Amendment to strike down segregation in schools. Some things that happened a while ago would also affect things today, like laws that were aimed at protecting the rights of newly freed African Americans. Because during the Reconstruction era, a lot of laws were passed that did this. The Civil Rights Act of 1866 specifically granted all citizenship to all people born or naturalized in the U.S. and declared that all people, regardless of race, have the same right to make and enforce contracts, sue, be parties, and give evidence in court. African Americans also gained a lot of political representation through the Reconstruction era. Hundreds of black people were elected to political offices during this time, and the first African American senator and representative were actually both elected during this era, so that's pretty cool. This era was a real turning point in just the general aspect of African-American history and how we view African-Americans as a whole. It gave us insight that they can be in the political office and succeed and gave us new laws that forced some people to have a more positive outlook on African-Americans in general. And now we would just like to talk about how the legacy of slavery itself impacts things as well. Slavery, as an institutionalized system of oppression, had a lasting impact on American society and its racial dynamics. Slavery was a system in which people were treated as property, and it was used to justify the exploitation and mistreatment of millions of people based on their race. The legacy of slavery has had a profound impact on American society, shaping the way that people of color are treated and perceived today. One of the ways that slavery continues to impact society today is through racial disparities in education. Studies have shown, according to UNCF, 
that students of color are more likely to attend schools with fewer resources, leading to lower academic achievement. Similarly, racial disparities in healthcare are also present, present with people of color more likely to have less access to quality health care and to experience poor health outcomes. Yeah, and uh, racial disparities in wealth are also a result of slavery and its aftermath. POC are more likely to live <clears throat> in poverty and they have less wealth than their white counterparts, according to the United <laughs> States Census. This is partly due to historical discrimination, including policies that basically prevented people of color from owning property or passing down wealth through inheritance. Racial disparities in the criminal justice system are also a direct result of slavery. People of color are disproportionately represented in the prison population and are more likely to experience discrimination and mistreatment with the criminal justice system. So let's talk about the civil rights movement and how it built on the work of the Reconstruction Era. So as we know, the Reconstruction Era was all about trying to establish equal rights and opportunities for black people after the Civil War. But as Kenny said, it wasn't really successful in achieving all of its goals. Mm. So if we fast forward to the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s, you've got leaders like Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X who are really trying to take the fight for equality. One of the biggest ways the civil rights movement impacted society was through legislation. You've got the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibited discrimination and employment and public accommodations based on race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. And then there's the Voting Act right of 1965, which helped put an end to voting discrimination against black people. But it wasn't just legislation that was like making a difference. The courts also played a big role in the civil rights movement. Like you've got Brown v. Board of Education case in uh, 1954, which declared that separate educational facilities for black and white students were inherently unequal. And then there's Loving v. Virginia in... 1967, which said that laws prohibiting interracial marriages were <clears throat> unconstitutional. And uh, yeah, even though a lot of progress has been made since the civil rights movement, the fight for equality for black people are still you know, going on and issues like voting rights and police brutality are still major concerns. And that's why the influence of the Reconstruction era is so important today. And it's also why the way we view race and racism is constantly changing and evolving. So to summarize all of our talking points today, the Reconstruction Era was meant to be a time of change for black people, and while granted it was, it wasn't all good and it wasn't all bad. The things that come out of it affect us even today. Black people in specific suffer from these and continue to fight for their equality despite countless laws being passed that should hinder some of these factors. And let's not forget that while progress has been made, discrimination and inequality still exists in American society today. We still see disparities, like we have said already, in areas in like income, education, and the criminal justice system when it comes to black people and other marginalized groups. And that's why it is very important to remember that the fight for equality is far from over. We need to keep pushing for activism, education, and policy change to address these issues and achieve true racial equality. It's also crucial that we understand the legacy of the Reconstruction era and how it relates to the fight for equality today. By understanding where we come from, we can better understand where we need to go and the work that still needs to be done. So let's keep pushing for change, keep educating ourselves and others, and never forget 
that true equality is still something worth fighting for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for being with us. That was Wrestling Reconstruction, and we'll see you next time. Probably not. Ain't no next time. Oh, me, Nick. <laughs>